Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us can bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a supporter of this podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. And by supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. And you can also check out our newly minted um, page on Patreon. We're now on Patreon now. Um, and you can check us out as at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa Podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Any little bit helps. And we would really appreciate your support if you have the funds to do so. Morning, everyone. I hope this uh, broadcast is uh, finding you well. And um, as of the time we're recording right now, it's 9.54 in um, Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. And um, I just got back from work. And um, as you know, I work nights. And um, yeah, I'm finally feeling better now. And um, like I'm feeling I'm feeling better than I felt in a while. And um I would say it's because of I, I tried turmeric for the first time for my arthritis and like the pain I've been having this like past few weeks and um, like I, I had it and within like like thirty minutes like I felt both calm and I, I and the pain was just gone. So I mean turmeric, I mean it's it, again like like cannabis. It's it's it's, it's a natural plant. You know I trust the natural plants that. And the natural herbs, way more than I trust pharmaceuticals. Way more, you know. And, and, and that's just proof that, you know, we're on the right track. And that cannabis, it, it saves lives. And it's a better natural cure for a lot of the things that ail us than, than, um, than, than the pharma drugs. And benzodiazepines or opiates or um, painkillers or um, antidepressants or whatever. You know, I mean, I feel like a lot of our, again, I mean, I'm not a doctor, okay, and, and taking medical advice from me would be a profoundly stupid idea to do, but, um, but I mean, I feel like a lot of our issues could be, could be solved by just doing research, you know, eating right, you know, um, taking, taking vitamins, you know, but I mean, there are certain serious cases, yeah, go to the doctor, 
take the chemo, do do that, do those things, do what your doctor tells you to do. Don't don't listen to Mr. Sativa for health advice. Talk to your doctor before doing any of this. But it's I don't know. I mean, I I feel like a lot of a lot of herbs are a lot are a lot better than than the pharmaceuticals. But that's not why I'm doing this address today. Um, so I got a hold of a um, pretty ter terrible story from um, the Detroit News. And um, man, some fake legalization, new prohibition stuff and tyranny going on in Michigan right now. And um, again, like if you don't follow Canadian cannabis news, Cana Canada is a canar canary in the coal mine. Okay. They're the harbinger of, of, you know, they're the harbinger of, 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 uh, of, they're, they're harbingers in a sense. And they're, they're good at sort of foreshadowing what's going to go on in the U.S. You know, if you don't think like your state senators, your state reps, you know, that don't like cannabis, if you don't think they're, they're, they're reading like national and, even world news, you know, then I got a bridge to sell you because they do. And they're trying to apply these tactics and they're trying to apply this BS in in the U.S. You know, in Canada, you have it. So as I understand it, you have LPs, you have, um, I think they're licensed producers by the state or whatever. And they're doing a terrible job in rolling out cannabis and they're doing a terrible job making wheat. You know, you have weed cannabis pioneers that are saying that, you know, that they're, you know, they're directly calling out these dispensaries and, you know, and they can't even, and they can't even do their one job right. They can't provide enough cannabis to meet the demand that's in Canada. Canada. You know, if you just, like Russ Velville of um, the Radical Rush, um, no, the um, Marijuana Agenda said, you know, you have to just legalize the things people are doing. So all the black market dealers, all the gray market dealers, all the pioneers, just give, make them pay like $300 or whatever to get a permit, have them lab test their cannabis. And if it passes inspection, then it's, it's able to be sold. It's, it's not rocket science. You don't have to have host agreements like, like, like in my state, you don't have to have, um, I mean, you shouldn't have it. So getting so getting legal is millions and millions of dollars. Only rich people, only rich people can do it. And then the cannabis industry gets taken over by big cannabis, and then it becomes pay to play, which is just unacceptable and disgusting. But um, like like Jody Emery said, it's fake legalization, new prohibition. So in Michigan, right now they're using the state police in Michigan to crack down on Michigan's marijuana black market. Excuse me. Yeah, you heard that correct. They're going to use state troopers to 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 crack down on on the black market. And in case in case you don't know, Michigan is a legal adult use state and the sales are not expected to start until 2020. You know, but buying, no, but growing growing possessing and gifting for private use is illegal it's like it's like every other law like in massachusetts growing possessing and um and gifting became legal i think december when we 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 legalized it 20 november 2016 and then december 
you know, you were able to grow your own, you were able to gift, you know, um, you were able to, um, you know, share cannabis or whatever, you know, and possess it in private use. But, um, but what are people supposed to do between now and 2020? You know, like if it is, if it is legal to have, and you don't own your own property and you don't have, you haven't used for a while, you know, or you don't have very good black market. I mean, you don't have very good connects or whatever. Where are you going to get it? You're going to go on the black market and you're going to get it. That's what, that's what's going to go down. That's how it's going to work. But these, these, these cops, you know, want to continue to make money off, like, they're so pissed, and they're having a tantrum that, that in the cannabis became legal in their state, and, you know, they're, they're still, they're, they're ticked off, they're not going to, they're not going to make so much overtime money off of profiling Latino and black people, and giving them tickets, and throwing them in jail for nothing. That's what they're ticked off about. You know, this is just a way to perpetuate the prison industrial complex. Like, oh, you know, these people can't afford a, a, a half million dollar dispensary license. So they're continuing to sell cannabis like the New Jersey weed man says, quote unquote, like the white guys. They're, they're, they're doing the same things that these rich million dollar companies are doing or multi-million dollar companies doing, you know. They're doing the same stuff. They're selling cannabis. They're, they're doing the same function. But because they're not state sanctioned and they didn't pay a million to two million to ten million dollars to the state. Or, you know, they didn't pay millions of dollars in lawyers, lawyer fees to make sure they're in, compli they're in compliant with their localities or whatever. Then, I mean, you're going to price a lot of people out. And people are, I mean, like the New Jersey weed man said again, like... If you legalize marijuana in New Jersey, I'm not going to stop selling, all right? I'm not going to stop selling overnight, you know? Um, if you make it too expensive for me to get into the market and you, make it too, you put too many barriers and you don't expunge my record so I can legally do it, then guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell weed like the white guys. And he said, and what he said, which I hope spreads, and I'm probably going to title the episode this, um... Yeah, so jury nullification. He says that he's going to use invoke jury nullification and push for that if he if when when Jersey goes legal and he continues selling weed and he gets in, in he gets in trouble. He's going to push for jury nullification and he says that he'll you won't find you won't find a jury full of people that will convict him because if there's no victim there's no crime. He's going to he's going to say that he and his his defense will be I'm just selling weed like the white guys. That's genius. That's a genius quote. Because that's what that's what's being done. You know, black and Latino people can't afford this. I mean, don't have a lot of times don't have the connections to have to to acquire millions and millions of dollars to 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 to, to, to open these dispensaries. So what else are they going to do? They're going to continue selling. They're not going to stop doing what they've been doing for decades. You know, just because, you know, the state said, oh, this is legal, but you have to pay a million dollars to have a license. No, they're not going to, they're not going to stop making a livelihood for themselves. They're going to continue doing it. But let's, let's read the article and I'll give my commentary on the fly. A Michigan state police unit created a crackdown on unlicensed medical marijuana activities is preparing to target POTS black market. The Marijuana and Tobacco Investigation Section spent roughly 
its full year of existence, enforcing tobacco tax and conducting background checks and applicants applying for a state medical marijuana facility license. Now the 40 detectives and civilian analysts across the state will begin addressing illegal marijuana operations while continuing to aid the marijuana regulatory agency in the licensing process. The promise enforcement comes none too soon for licensed marijuana businesses, which have complained about facing unfair illegal competition. Oh my god, this is... Again, this is like that quote. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this podcast for a second, and I'm going to pull off the quote. So just bear with me one moment, and um, I'll pull off the quote from um Jody Emery. So hold on one sec, Pete. Just one moment. All right. Um, I'm back. Um, I finally retrieved the quote, and um, so here it is. There are two kinds of cannabis businesses. Those that call on the government and law enforcement to arrest and jail their competition. Two, those who support fellow cannabis businesses, including the ones government insists on excluding and punishing. Boycott those in category one. Truer words cannot be spoken. So these these dispensaries... Are, are ticked off the sm- the small time growers are and the, the 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 traditional market is a undercutting them a is offering better product for less price and 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 c is 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 um can can deliver to them or whatever you know is offering perks that these official ones aren't offering you know this this is just showing a market failure right now. That's that's a market failure. If people are are not buying from the sanctioned medical or adult use dispensaries, then guess what they're gonna go and do? They're gonna go. They're gonna go and continue buying from unlicensed dealers because the unlicensed dealers are doing a better job than the than the licensed ones. You have that in Canada. You you still have lots of people using the black market and the or AKA the traditional market. Why? Because the government stores are not, they're not providing enough product. They're overcharging. They're, um, they're, you know, they're they're taxing it up the wazoo and making it expensive. And you know, and and Canada, they don't have edibles yet. They're still working on that stuff right now. So, so I mean, you have a lot of people like, for example, like um, there was one article that I read about how, you know. Um, I think women in Canada are not like using cannabis nearly as much as the men are using. And one of the theories for this issue is because, you know, many women, I'm not saying all, but, um, but many don't want to smell like cannabis smoke, you know, so they rather do like a vape pen again, which Canada doesn't have yet. They don't have vape cards yet. They're still regulating that. They rather do a vape pen or they rather do an edible. You know, and I think people should have that option. I'm, I mean, I'm more of a flower person, but I think everyone should have the option that works best for them. You know, like I wouldn't want to be in a adult use state where they ban ban flower and then made it so you can only do edibles and vape carts. Like, you know, I would have like that same sort of similar. I would have that same sort of uh, um preference against it you know just like someone someone doesn't like smoking but they'll vape and and have edibles all day i i i I, again i don't have anything against vaping and edibles i just find it too expensive 
to, to be practical for me to do. So I just, I just don't do it. But I'm not going to stop others from doing it. But let's continue. Since the state legalized recreational marijuana in November, several unlicensed fatalities have sprouted up without even trying to get licensed, said Detective First, Detective First Lieutenant Chris Hawkins, commander for the section. Unlicensed fatalities and others that have operated temporarily during the transition to a licensed market have caused headaches for legitimate businesses such as Green Peak Industries, one of the state's largest licensed medical marijuana businesses. Well, Tough Cookies offer a better product for a cheaper price and people won't go to the black market. It's not rocket surgery. Like, like, like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys would say. It ain't rocket surgery, alright? People wouldn't go to black market if they can get it cheap in, 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 the, um, in, in the legal dispensaries. But because, you know, Michigan, they're still working out the rules for adult use dispensaries. You know, people are going on the black market in the traditional market to get their fix. You make something legal today and you're like, oh, you gotta wait like a year for it. I'm like, uh, people are gonna get it somewhere. Just the way it works. But oh no, Green Peak has to has to shut down their competition. You should boy if you live in Michigan, boycott the crap out of Green Peak. The state should be doing everything to help law enforcement understand who's legal and licensed and who's not. So so you're so you're so you're snitching on your competition. That's 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 chicken shit behavior. That's cowardly chicken shit behavior. You can't make a good product and you can't flip your product and because of that, because of your, instead of, of, of looking deep and then and, and figuring out why it is that people are, are going to the traditional market rather than getting your product, you know, instead of reflecting and trying to make, trying to make some adjustments and trying to learn and try to soak up some game, you know, you have to go and snitch on your competition. That's chicken shit behavior. They shouldn't, if they become an adult use dispensary, they should not get your business. And if you're a medical patient and Greenleaf, Green Peak's available, suck it up, drive, drive, drive an extra 10, 15, 20 miles to, to, to not support snitches. That's what I would do if I lived in Michigan. But I mean, I understand if like, you know, Green, Green Peak is like the only, like, let's say Green Peak is like the cheapest in your budget. Like they're selling you a, they're selling you a, 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 a I mean, I don't remember how much cannabis costs in Michigan, but let's say they're selling you a $25 eighth and everywhere else is selling you a $35 one. If you're a medical patient, you know, every little bit you could save helps. And I mean, I can see that perspective too, you know, like it's like people that have to shop at Walmart because they don't make a lot of money, you know? Yeah. Walmart is an evil company, but their stuff's dirt cheap. You know, I mean, Boycott them if you're in a position to do so, is, is, is my take. For unlicensed facilities to gifted marijuana to unsanctioned home deliveries, the state police, police has had its work cut out for it, as the growing regulated market gains firmer footing in the shifting industry. It's a little more sophisticated black market now that holds itself out as legitimate business, Hawkins said. The task ahead. The Marijuana and Tobacco Investigation Section 
already is working with some local prosecutors to investigate illegal, illegal operators, which Hawkins sees as an impediment to the regulated market. The group has yet to, change, to charge any individuals, in large part because there wasn't a regulated center to which the state could hold facilities. With more than 150 licensed medical marijuana facilities, and the last of the state's temporary licenses expected to be largely resolved by June, the section finally is delving into the black market enforcement. The section is also examining ways to stop marijuana gifting. Again, no victim, no crime. If two adults over 21 are conducting a marijuana transaction, again, like Russ says, like Radical Russ says, you gotta just legalize the things people are already doing with cannabis. As long as they're not infringing on people's rights or their property, whatever. Legalize the things that are already being done related to cannabis activity. And, and you don't need these bloated budgets for state police and state state authoritarian pigs to put the boot on to put the boot on people's necks and to continue to make overtime money and busting black market cannabis. No one's being harmed by doing this. You know, by the state arbitrary being like, oh well we need a year to do this. No, no, you don't need a year. Michigan has has, has had medical marijuana for for a decade. A decade in change. You know, you can just convert the the you can just convert and legalize the medical facilities that already exist. You could have done that. You could have done that the that very month it was legal, but but because they didn't do that, like oh, you know, we need a year to get the we need a year to get this right. When these politicians say, oh, you need a year to get it right, like um, like the cartoonist and like the guy I follow uh, on Twitter. Box Brown says, if you need, if, when politicians say that they need a year to get it or they need time to get it right, that means they're not going to do it at all. They're going to do something nefarious. That's what, that's exactly what that means. And Box Brown is completely right when he says that. But uh, let's continue. The section is also examining ways to stop marijuana gifting. A way to purchase recreational pot before the rules are complete for adult use and the licensed recreational market is running. Quote, when you see businesses out there that are selling $10 box of chocolates for 50 with with that you're getting 2 to 3 grams of marijuana, Hawkins says. To say, to say that these businesses are exploiting a loophole is giving them a little more credit than they deserve. They wouldn't need to exploit. They wouldn't need to quote unquote exploit this loophole if you just legalized what people were already doing, and you just legalized the medical facilities that already existed to sell adult use. If you just did that, people wouldn't need to do this. Period. They wouldn't need to. They would not need to do this. Unlicensed home delivery is another problem. The state allows provisioning centers to ob to obtain permissions to make home deliveries but the process is highly regulated and the first provisioning center received permission last week to do deliveries still a week ago weed maps included 205 marijuana delivery options available to michigan michiganers said Stu carter owner and ceo of utopia gardens in detroit utopian Gar utopia gardens is one of the first to obtain home delivery approvals. A service Carter hopes will help with flagging business at, at the provisioning center. They're selling, they're stealing 
They're stealing business that we've paid big annual licensing fees for, Carter said. This is a big deal. Carter wants Michigan to examine a law similar to one under consideration in California that would penalize sites like Weed Maps for advertising illicit businesses. Again, you're snitching on your competition. Don't snitch on your competition. It's not rocket science. Challenges to prosecution. Although the Michigan State Police Section is more than willing to tackle the issues, Hawk admitted that in some cases, officers face an uphill battle in getting cooperation from prosecutors. Higher courts consistently challenge or overturn the prosecutor prosecutorial efforts related to marijuana after medical pot was legalized in 2008. We have to limit our efforts to where we know we can get prosecution, Hawkins says. But note, excuse me. But noted those efforts are needed to ensure a successful industry in Michigan. Quote, it's hard to imagine this system succeeding if the black market operators are allowed to continue operations, he said. Mustagaton County Prosecutor D.J. Hilson admitted some hesitance, especially when it can't comes down to remaining gray areas in the law, but, but said... There are some prosecutors willing to test the waters. Those There are areas, even within the current recreational law, that provide a different, a lot of different loopholes, said Wilson. Hilson, who is president of the Prosecuting Attorneys Association in Michigan. I think there are some of us willing to run tough cases that bring those issues to light and let the courts interpret it. Michigan Attorney General... Dina or Dana Nessel announced the formation of the Marijuana Legal Work Group this past week that will make recommendations to ensure Michigan laws are implemented as intended through administrative rules or legalization. The group will ensure the state avoids the years of uncertainty after voters approved legalization of medical marijuana at the ballot box in 2008. Nessel has supported expanding expungement for people with marijuana convictions Balance with enforcement priorities that focus on truly bad actors. Ooh. Quote, we are committed to eliminating any black market operations of legal regulated substances, whether it's cigarettes, alcohol, or marijuana, Nestle spokesman Kelly Russman McKinney said. The efforts come as, as welcome news to licensed operators who have been trying to bide their time and resources while waiting for illegal operators to get swept out of the market. Quote. Okay, so next next one. So will, will the black market shrink? Licensed businesses have had a tough time competing with unlicensed operators who can sell their product at a lower cost because they don't pay the taxes, regulatory fees, or testing costs that licensing facilities do okay here's a solution to that don't charge these absurd and onerous regulatory fees don't charge these absurd and onerous taxes i'm okay with testing because i i think i think any substance you're putting in your body should be tested to see that it's safe that's the only real regulation i really support you know, it's like Russ Belleville said, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beat this quote to the ground, but I don't care. Tough cookies and deal with it. Legalize the things that people are already doing with cannabis and you won't have, you won't need state polices blowing up the budget and, 
and continuing to bust people and continuing to make money and continuing to make overtime, and continuing to give tickets and continuing to feed the prison, prison industrial complex in this country. Legalize the things that people are already doing. Legalize the things people are already doing with the plant and legalize places for them to use it. Or again, or like what our neighbors up north are doing. Make tobacco able to be used anywhere tobacco can be used. Toba tobacco doesn't have any medical properties. Tobacco causes cancer. Yet you can smoke it in public in all 50 states. Yet in all 10 states that have legalized cannabis, and again, I believe this is, I believe this is sort of like a handout to cops in a sense. I think this is sort of, I think this is a concession that they make to cops, you know, to, oh, um, if, if we legalize cannabis, we're going to lose lots of money and our, our, we're, we're not going to have overtime. We might have to lay off staff. Shh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let's get in the smoke-filled room and talk. open then they get in this smoke-filled room and then they they're like all right here's here's the deal we're gonna do we'll allow this legalization stuff to happen but we have to keep public smoking illegal we have to you know and and you lawmakers have to um you lawmakers have to drag your feet with these social consumption things and give the give the reason that we have to do this for public safety that you know we have to get this right and if we have too many people in lounges they'll drive high and cause fatalities and yada yada slow walk it make it low priority issue so we can continue to make money does that sound fair Sounds fair. Sounds good to me. And the lawmakers, the cops, and, and the governors, and the regulators, and the attorney generals, and pro prosecutors, they're all in on this. And then, and then they agree, and then it happens. I really feel that it's by design in this country. But we're almost done the article. Let's finish. Nearly 50 temporary medical marijuana facilities have been saved from closure by the Michigan Court of Claims Judge Stephen Borrello, who who has kept them open pending licensing decisions by the state. The facilities had submitted their license applications to the state by February 15, 2018, but have been waiting on approvals or rejections and possible appeals. Once the unlicensed businesses are resolved by June 1st, the black market is expected to shrink. That's the hope for at least... That's the hope for... Excuse me, that's the hope at least of, of Marijuana Regulatory Agency Director Andrew Brisbo, who took a Senate Advice and Consent Committee this month. He envisions licensed marijuana will eventually cost less than the black market pot. A successful regulated market, Brisbo said, will lead to the shriveling of illegal operators. If we set up normalized regulated market where there are there are regular recognized products that consumers can rely on being safe and consistent. He said, I think that will draw people into the market, but legal operators like Carter don't expect much relief until, unless the state sets and enforces solid rules for cracking down on shady businesses. Quote, greed works every time, unless you put some laws in place. Carter said, I'm not asking the police to storm stormtrooper break down the doors. I'm looking, I'm looking at an administrator law, an administrative law that would put pressure on bad actors.
end of article. And the article was um, written by um, Beth LeBlanc of the Detroit News. Um, I don't think I have too much more to add. I've already exhausted um, all the things I need to say um, during the um, during reading the article. Um, I'm going to do a couple more episodes today. And, and as usual today, we're going to do our talking smack and... We'll we'll have fun with that too as well, and talk about we'll talk about some serious stuff. We'll talk about some non-serious stuff, some music as always, and just some theories I have in my mind as well too. So um, stay tuned, and um, as always, stay medicated, my friends, and fight fake legalization, fight new prohibition, fight tyranny like this. If you live in Michigan, peace.